Welcome all to another episode of All Things Adventures in Odyssey. I'm your host, Clint Brahms, and today we'll be discussing episode 933, As Buck Would Have It, part 3. This is the final part and the final episode of Album 72, and let's dive right into this thing. The music coming in to the episode is awesome. Stone is chasing after Buck and Jules, and he identifies them. He knows who they are. He calls after Buck. He says that he only wants to help, and I still really thought that he was a good guy at this point on my first listen. Buck's car won't start, so they take off running. Jules, of course, falls and twists her ankle. We get a nice scene with Eugene and Katrina at the grocery store. Some verbal repartee about bacon. That is always much appreciated. Any reference to bacon? Thank you. Jules is in the gas station, and she immediately starts calling out to the first person who opens the door, and it's, of course, Adam. And we realize, no, wait, he's definitely bad. Great music leading into Buck calling Eugene. Just as quickly, we're with Eugene as he picks up the staticky phone call and gets just enough information to piece things together. We go back to Jules. Uh, When she mentions Buck calling the police, right, Adam is the police. And once again, we get the boy space friend thing, and Sheriff Stone puts an end to that real quick. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Eugene and Katrina are obviously desperate to find Buck, so they team up with Candace, or at least that's what appears to be happening. Now, I'm a bit fuzzy on this timeline. There are a few things that I don't quite think make sense. I don't know how far away Harlanville is, but it seems pretty far. But I trust Kathy Buchanan to get the timeline right, so I'm not going to worry about it. Candace just happens to be at the diner. That's Providence, right? Love the music in these. A fiddle comes on as Candace agrees to help. Then we are back to Buck and Jules. We get that Cash had a crisis of conscience, and we get a flashback to when Stone forced Cash to take him to the diamond. Things get out of hand, and Cash ended up dead. Buck is very angry with Sheriff Stone, obviously, as one would be. We find out here that he destroyed the map, and Sheriff Stone starts roaring with anger. His voice just morphs into something completely terrifying. All of a sudden, he's not the nice cop anymore. Then we get the smoke bomb, which, and I just want to stop here and point out that this is a great subversion of our expectations. The album cover shows smoke pouring out of the gas station. So we automatically think that there must be a fire. And the banner, when this episode first came out on the club, says where there's smoke, there's excitement, something, adventure, maybe mystery. I don't remember exactly what it said, but where there's smoke, there's, and then another word like adventure. But obviously, even that is leading us to believe there will be a fire while at the same time, conspicuously, never saying that there is one. I know it's a small thing, but I just thought that was a clever little trick that was very cool. Great job there, Odyssey team. And we get both Eugene and Katrina helping Buck escape the gas station and Sheriff Stone. In a podcast, Lugano said that he pulled one line each from Eugene and Katrina in other episodes. Eugene from Prisoner of Fear and Katrina from Divided We Fall and inserted them into their dialogue in that very hectic scene. And I listened through, and I think I have figured out what those lines are. I believe Eugene's is, I've got you, and Katrina's is, follow my voice. I think. I could be wrong. And obviously, the whole point of this is to help Buck realize just how great his foster parents are. And I really like that Buck realizes and acknowledges just how awful he was in part two. Great there. We don't leave that hanging. He was acting way out of control there. But he gets a quick redemption because, of course, he took a picture of the map before he ruined it. Way to bring in technology there. 
And as they head for the spot to dig, the Harlanville Garden Store turned out to be an important plot point after all. More than just an excuse to track down Candace, it has now provided them with the shovels they need to find the buried treasure. As they dig the earlier miscommunication when Buck overheard Eugene and Katrina's conversation that is resolved, and Buck chooses Eugene and Katrina to be his parents, and it is finally as Buck would have it. While they're having their touching moment, Jules finds the treasure, and inside is a note. We get that Cash overheard Eugene's words to his foster parents that were referenced in the last episode. Now, the age disparity between the two, Cash and Eugene, seems large right here, but I think even less than 10 years could account for it. We don't know how old Cash is, but he could be anywhere from 20 to 25. Eugene, we already decided, is probably around 14 right here, so really that's only a difference of about 10 years. That would mean that Eugene and Buck are only 14 years apart, because this was right around the time Buck was born, and that would be right if Buck is 16 and Eugene is 30. So I think we've got a pretty good handle on things here. And at the end of the note, we get the great reversal of the phrase, he'd do anything for a buck. That's just great. Now, it seems like Paul McCusker wanted Cash to be more of a bad guy, and Kathy Buchanan took that in a different direction. I think, personally, I would have preferred bad guy Cash, but this is fantastic as well. We get the reaction to the note, and then we find the huge Descartes diamond. And I was waiting for Sheriff Stone to pop back up, but no, it's Candace who shows up with a gun. She was Cash's partner all along. And as I had been waiting for, she steals Eugene's car. Which is such a perfect poetic thing to bring in in this episode, which has so much already that dealt with car thievery. And we finally get some long overdue bad guy banjo music, the likes of which we haven't heard since The Greenery Conspiracy and, to a lesser extent, The Long End. It's just great. Candace is speeding back through town. She calls Frankie, a guy who we've heard her refer to earlier in part one, telling him to get a prop plane ready. So, whoa, that's serious. When all of a sudden the radio starts blaring, the horn starts honking, everything goes crazy. The car dies. She pulls over to make a run for it, but... She's locked in. So good. Great payoff there. And finally, we get the whole thing tied up in a nice little ribbon as the Meltzners tell all to Mr. Greentree. It's a bit convenient how really this whole plot worked in some of those aspects, but this is a great story, so I'm not going to complain about that. And after speaking with Mr. Greentree, some mellow fiddle music takes us to the adoption scene. And Buck is officially a Meltzner. We hear Wooten, Witten, Connie all cheering in the background. That very much helps to fill out the courtroom. And as it should be, Eugene gets the last word, indeed, as they head to Wit's End for a celebration. This episode was just so good. Great job, Kathy Buchanan. One last thing I want to talk about briefly is that last phrase, and Chris brings it out in the raps, forever and always. Now, if something more sad or somber happens with Buck and Eugene in album 75, I could see that being an important phrase. Buck had just gotten in this family, and he believed they would be together forever and always, but then perhaps, and again, I have no idea what's going to happen, but perhaps something happens to separate them. We don't know what the nature of that will be, if anything like that even happens. So I could see that being used again, brought back up in album 75, but we shall see. Alright, that finishes off Album 72, which is one of the best albums ever. So good. And that's all for this season of All Things Adventures in Odyssey. Next time, we'll begin our overview of Album 73, 28 Hours. I am 
super excited about that. I have a whole lot to say. We'll have a little bit different music. You do not want to miss this, so follow the show. Tell everyone you know. I'd love it if you left a five-star rating and review. All of that helps. And until next time, I'm looking forward to the adventure. (laughs) 